Hello, everybody. Welcome to Two Guys Five Movies. This is one of your co-hosts, Chris Gasper. This is Frank Pelicoon. You are listening to episode 85 of the Spin Chagrin, and last week's category was ring-a-ding-ding, bitch. So, Frank, um, how did you interpret this category, and what did you come up with? So, I decided to do different explorations of the word <laughs> ring. Okay. Um, so, we're going to talk about three and a half movies tonight, and the half is really like 20%, because that's all I could get through, mm. um, that I'll use ring in different ways. Um, so okay. we'll start with the first one that I watched, um, which is 2019's Unknown Visitor. Um, it's free on Amazon Prime. Um, it stars nobody uh, <laughs> and was directed by a nobody. Um, okay. And the basic premise is that it's filmed through a ring camera. So, you mm. know, like a doorbell camera, so a ring. So there's the first ring. Yes. Um, so this is a found footage horror movie. Um we talk a lot, like I make a lot of, uh, I make a point to always mention that, you know, I think there's some, some low budget movies that can have like some real heart to them. And you can see that even though people knew they were working with limitations, they did their best to like kind of put their all into it. And there's like a dumb, like charm to them. And this is not one of them. I mean, this movie's just trash. Um, they, the director obviously thought that he was doing something great here and like is really, I guarantee, like, smugly sat back and watched this movie and said, yes, like, this is exactly what I wanted. Um, So the premise is that there's this woman. This movie's 52 minutes long, number one, and feels okay. like it's, like, 352 minutes. <laughs> um, There's this woman who's just moved into a house. Um, Her boyfriend is helping her move in. He's this bald, like, anxious schlub hmm. who's just trying to like oh baby i love you i'm gonna help you out um and she has some kind of mental issues um but she doesn't really want him to like sleep over for some reason um so he leaves so he's like hey anything you need i'll be in my car in a minute i'll be right there to help you like blah 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 whatever so the first night um she gets some weird woman at her door like knocking really loud Okay. And so she communicates with the woman through the rain camera and the woman's like, um, you know, I'm running away. He's going to kill me. I'm so hungry, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, God, oh, you want me to make you some food? So she puts a sandwich. She says, get off the porch, first of all, so I can put the sandwich out. <laughs> so the woman does. So she puts a sandwich out with a bottle of water. And this is actually really important to the overall like the plot of this movie. Oh shit! Important sandwich. I think, but maybe it's just really bad editing. I don't know. <laughs> so there's like a table like right outside the door, you know, on the porch. She puts the sandwich in the water there. So the woman's like causing you know like static to happen on the camera, like you know, like all oh, whatever. Of course. Um, mm -hmm. So she calls the boyfriend, the boyfriend comes over, you know, he's all, um, he stays up all night with her and they drink and he talks about having like PTSD from killing all these people in the war. <laughs> um, and she's like, do you want to talk about it? He's like, no, leave me alone. Uh. Even though he was like begging to come over and like, right. talk, and then 
he sits out on the porch and drinks a bottle of wine. And number one, he gets really drunk off a single bottle of wine, which means he's a fucking bitch. So, I mean, it's this character lacks all credibility. Um, so <laughs> okay, yeah, keep going. <laughs> so the woman like comes back a second night and. The guy goes down and he doesn't see the woman and then he walks out on into the yard and all of a sudden the woman jumps out of nowhere at the main character and the guy comes up on the porch and stabs her to death. And hmm. so now she's dead and there's like no reason for that to happen either. Like mm-hmm. just out of nowhere, he's just okay. like stabbing her. Um, so then they wrap her in plastic and the take and he takes her off camera to the lake, is what they say, so he can dump her body. Good. Wrapped in plastic, yeah. Right, yeah. So you find out that the main character is like schizophrenic and is supposed to be taking her medicine, but doesn't. Mm. And then alternately, like the body comes back, and then they chop the body up and put it into a trash can, and then the arm like falls out of the trash can, and they're freaked out by that. And then the guy is standing there like yelling at the corpse and the woman walks up behind him and he like punches her in the face or no he hits her in the face with a shovel because he's going to go bury the body or he does bury the body and then the body comes back and then he hits her in the face and she has like this weird like wound over her eyes and she calls the cops and the cops come and i guess and, and at the end of the movie then like you're supposed to think that like okay so throughout every scene in the movie what you're seeing is the sandwich in different positions and different stages of being eaten, I think. But okay. it's, like, moved around and sometimes looks like a different sandwich. And sometimes the water is, like, slightly off from this like where it was sitting. So either they just had, like, someone was, like, literally moving the sandwich for some reason by accident. And there was no, like, continuity person on set. And mm. really, like, what is the set? Um, because it's just a porch, because right. it's just the ring camera. Right. Um, but I think what it's supposed to be is some kind of like Lynchian, like time shifting thing where you don't you're seeing everything out of joint and like this thing because he really like killed his girlfriend is all happening out of sequence or something, and it's like a time loop that keeps getting like broken and repeated or whatever. Okay. Maybe. I don't know for sure. Um yeah. Okay. So that's, that's where it. we're stopping because um it was not good. It was really terrible. <laughs> um so there's there there's also it, gonna be like a underlying wrestling theme to tonight's episode too. Okay. Um so the main char- the main man character mm-hmm. looks like John Silver from AEW. Mm. like beard bald head whiny super <laughs> annoying like you don't care if he lives or dies basically um Aww. like john silver <laughs> um john silver um okay go ahead. yeah she's i don't know she's an attractive woman but it's like she should be wearing like the Han Solo vest and like the thigh high boots or something. Like that's I don't know. What? Why? She's, she's very much into pumpkin spice lattes, I'm sure. Oh, gotcha. Know. Okay. Like, I, see, I see. I see. Looks what you're like saying. I don't know. Yeah, they're already available. 
Oh my god, they're delicious week. too, though. Anyway, it's a really bad movie, and that's what you're. Gonna it get. sounds like it should have. I ex- if I, if he hadn't said 2019, I would have thought it was a COVID movie. No, it was pre-COVID. Yeah, right. I mean, it sounds like uh like all those COVID movies to try yeah. to use like some kind of tech, you know, like to make their movie. Yeah, I, I think it was just. I think it was you know prescient. It's a forerunner. Mm. Somebody just trying to do something on the cheap. Um, well, they didn't well. succeed anyway. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing: is like, so what happened with the boyfriend? Uh, he killed her. Okay, but maybe he like maybe it's him that's crazy and he's reliving this terrible moment over and over because he has PTSD night, and like he yeah, snapped. the night that he killed his or maybe she. He maybe none of them exist, and she's imagining it in her schizophrenic head. I mean, I don't right. know. It's okay. it's trying to like make you think those things, but it doesn't compel you at all to care. Hmm. So I just kind of thought I'm like while I was waiting for the movie to end, like ah, I wonder if this is what's happening. And then I, I don't care. And then something else, I'm like, oh, I wonder if this is what's happening. And then uh, that's enough of this shit. So in the end, it's not worth the 52 minutes of time. It would take you to watch it, but if you care to do so, it's on Prime. On Prime, okay. Right. Um, I've seen know. it. I've seen it somewhere. Yeah, like I've seen it like come up, and like then I saw the runtime. I was like, oh god, that's gonna be bad. I don't think it's just free for me either. I think it's free for everyone on Prime. Yeah, I think it was on Tubi too at one point. Oh, maybe I don't know. I got it on Prime. Um, tra- putting putting bodies in trash cans made me think of the Burbs, and then yeah. um. So I searched the burbs because I was like, have we ever talked about the burbs? And then I searched and I found it and I was like, oh, we have talked about the burbs. But yeah. no, it was no, we have not. It was a retrospective on Dick Miller is the only time the burbs have ever been on the podcast. I'm not going to give you the fucking satisfaction <laughs> of, of doing a four hour burbs podcast. Yes. Or even <laughs> like a one hour burbs podcast. <laughs> you got to right. You got to You got to find a way to. <laughs> Force me into a corner, and then we'll talk about the burbs. But otherwise, I'm burbed out. What? How are you? Hold on, just briefly, and we'll continue. How are How are you burbed out? I feel like over the course of our twenty some year friendship, we've talked about the burbs so many goddamn times that I've basically done a four hour podcast okay, on the yeah, burbs. You're right. I mean, you. we're always. I mean, even when we're not talking about the burbs, we're talking about the burbs. You're thinking about the burbs, and it's influencing everything you say. <laughs> Yes, that's fair. I'll I'll take it. You just wish you were Tom Hanks. That's 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 all your whole life breaks down to. I am Tom. I mean, he's just like this like miserable dude who's just like doesn't want to fucking do anything and wants to rest, but he's always got shit to do. And yeah, he just wants to wear his robe and slippers and yes. coffee. And people are just bothering him all yes. the time. Exactly. The, the the grass isn't going to mow itself. Like that's right. that's right. Tom Hanks's life. Yes, yes, that's yes. also your life. I know, maybe like, yeah, maybe like, yeah, maybe there's more psychological um, issues with the burbs with me. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't thinking about it, but now I'm thinking about it. Now, right. now maybe I think it does merit a four-hour podcast. <laughs> All right, what else you got? Um, So the second movie we're going to talk about, and we're going to talk about these out of order I watched them, but I want to build up to the last movie, Um, is called Ring of Desire. It's a 2021, um, you know, straight to video debacle. Um, it's basically like 
like Cinemax After Dark, if they were limited to showing like two bosoms the entire time. Okay. Um, and so the premise of the movie is in the distant past, there's this group of witches that are like hanging out in the woods. And the one witch stole the other witch's ring and it gave her these powers. But then the first witch like did some shit um to overpower the the thief witch but then the thief witch is like fuck you i'm a hydra ring in this pile of leaves you'll never find it forever and she casts some spell mm. so let me tell you like we 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 text back and forth myself you and our friends mike and orion and talk about like movie pet peeves a lot mm-hmm. i hate a move i hate when magic is used in a movie and the magic is just some stupid ass rhyme that it sounds like the person made up on the spot. Hmm. It's like cast a spell, leave me be, hide this ring in a pile of leaves, you know, and like that's because you know they do that in the fucking um what's it called? Uh the buddies movie with the fucking supernatural. Like right, every, every right. spell is like some poorly rhymed yes, like double couplet or whatever. So anyway. So that happens, and the ring disappears, and the main witch is like, oh my gosh, what have you done? And then it goes into the main credits. And the main credits show this woman finding the ring in a pile of leaves under a bridge. But then it cuts to this couple, and the couple is basically, um, what's the name? Think, think of Edward James almost as face. Okay. Like skin quality, but on a woman. Okay. So basically, the same woman as the Visitor Unknown movies. So she's just like some dark haired, you know, Han Solo vest wearing um, lady, but she's got like the craters of Mars like cast on her face. And that's all <laughs> I could see every time I looked at her was like the Olympus Mons or whatever, just like rising from her cheekbones. But anyway, this, this poor one. <laughs> yeah. So her and her husband, and her husband is like, and I can't believe this movie was filmed in 2021 because it looks like it was filmed in like 1996. Her husband is like Don Scott from I don't even have to describe the Baltimore it. News. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like like high forehead, receding hairline, beard, white guy, and it's just like you see him in every Home Depot across the country every uh-huh. Saturday morning, right? Because he's got to buy fucking mulch for the garden. And that's what this dude is. And so they're this couple, and they're going to his parents' mountain cabin retreat. Um, but you find out that she's basically asexual, and she won't give him any play. And she's really angry because he didn't have the foresight to call his sister and tell them that they were going to the cabin, because what if his sister shows up? And he says, what are the possibilities of my sister showing up at this cabin on this specific weekend? But you know what's happening? Her sister, who has just recently become a lesbian, and her lesbian girlfriend are heading to the cabin as well to have a lesbian weekend. And they talk about how they're lesbians like constantly and how the sister wasn't a lesbian, but now is a lesbian and how her girlfriend, who's this supposed and they're supposedly college students, but it's like any college student in a movie where this woman's obviously like 40 years old. Um, her girlfriend, who's this like sassy black lesbian, 
she wants to have sex with every other woman and try and turn them into lesbians like she turned this girl into lesbian and she's like oh no but you're loyal to me right <laughs> and she's like oh yeah <laughs> um so anyway so Dude, the, the i've gone through the images on mdib of this movie like the the mdib images there's 93 images it's all like feels like a softcore porn shoot it, yeah that's what it is except there's like no nudity in the movie <laughs> gotcha I'm trying to think, is there any, like, actual, like, real nudity? Because, okay, so there's several sequences. All right, all right I, I, I got it. All, it's all real close here in these images. Yeah, yeah, but that never happens. So <laughs> they're in the, they all show up at the same time. And, of course, um, Edward James Zena almost is, like, pissed because the sister and the girl are there. Um, and she automatically doesn't like the girl, which I think is supposed to imply that she's racist. Okay. But I'm not sure, but she like hates the black girl right away. Um, so boy, the husband is outside chopping wood and he sees something sparkling in a pile of leaves and he gets the ring, which I was confused by because I thought the other person had already found the ring in the opening intro, but I guess that's just like something that never actually happened. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, so he gets the ring and he's like, Oh, maybe I can get lucky now because his you know, his girlfriend's like not having sex with him um so he goes back and he gives her the ring and he's like oh i just want to make it up to you i got you this ring and she puts it on all of a sudden she turns into like like super horny and they have sex and so what happens is where do you where do you find this ring in the wood pile <laughs> outside he was chopping yeah. wood and it was yeah. there in the wood pile sparkling just joking so these two blonde naked women with like glittery pasties over their nipples show up and they start like rubbing their cheeks against each other's cheeks and like sticking their tongues out and making like constipated eyes at the camera and that's supposed to be like super sexy okay and then this is all happening in some kind of weird like after effects inside the camera lens so it's like got this like weird shimmer uh-huh I don't know. It, it feels like when you used to like turn the camera at the TV, your camcorder at the TV when you were a kid, to like make the crazy lines on things, and that's right. what's happening here. Well, they probably used Adobe After Effects. Right, they probably did. Um. So then the man and the woman have sex. So then they're making all kinds of noise. So it cuts to the lesbians, and they're like, "Oh my god!" Like she's being so loud, and the sisters like it's crazy because she's usually so conservative. I can't believe that she's like enjoying sexual relations with my brother so much. Haha. -ha. So then the next morning, the girlfriend is like, something happened last night. And like, because I never wanted to have sex with you, but all of a sudden we were. And now, like, I'm sore and confused. And he's like, yeah, that's just how I like it. <laughs> um, so they go down to have breakfast. And the sister, oh, so she goes to take a shower, the, the wife. So then the sister goes to take a shower and she finds the ring. And she puts the ring on and then I guess supposedly is like masturbating in the shower, but they don't like they just like allude to that happening. Okay. Um, because now she's possessed too by the power of this ring. So then she lets the her girlfriend try it on and she tries it on, and all of a sudden now there's like the half naked like witch lesbians mm -hmm. except now they're wearing robes that are completely covering any nudity that might exist mm. so instead of just pasties they have like these weird like 
cowboy dusters on <laughs> that are made out of like I don't know cowboy felt? witches yeah or something I don't know it's hard to explain it's not hard to explain I just don't care to so that happens so then the black lady realizes that having the ring on makes you sub like really susceptible to the power of suggestion so she goes downstairs and the sister is like, hey, what are you doing with my ring, you thieving bitch? And she's like, oh, my bad. I found it in the, sh- you know, in the shower. But here, do you want it back? And she's like, oh, put it on. And let me see how it looks on you. And so the wife does. And she says, hmm, you know, what would be great is if you let me hold that ring for the rest of the day and then you're cool with it. And she's <laughs> like, oh, what I really want to do is let you hold the ring for the rest of the day. And I'm going to be cool with it. So this sets up the premise for the rest of the movie. So let me, first of all, talk about what the biggest problem here is. <laughs> this is supposed to be some kind of ring of ultimate power right. that the old witch stole from the other old witch, right? So she mm-hmm. stole her ring. And yet the only thing the ring does is make you, make when you wear it, it makes you do whatever anybody tells you to do. Right, so, you would think it's not a ring of desire then. Right, it's the it's the worst ring. It's like, right. why would anyone want to have this ring? Ring of because subjugation. It just, yeah, it just makes you an idiot. So, anyway, so through the course of the movie, the black lady uses the ring to plant, like, subliminal messages in people's heads and trick them into doing terrible things and whatever, blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. Um, so you find out that the descendant of the one witch still lives in town, and she figures out what's going on, and she tells the sister. Um, and somehow this, and you know what, like, whatever, he, he teach their own. But the sister is this, the wife is this frigid, awful, mean woman. Like this pockmarked monster that just hates everything. And she's somehow the protagonist of the movie at some point. Right. So anyway, so they trick the black lady into thinking that she's having a threesome with the witch and the sister but there was some kind of body morphing that went on where the witch turned in no i'm sorry the wife and the witch but she like body morphed and so they trick the black lady into putting the ring on and then they tell her not to ever be evil again and then the witch is like well my job here is done and that's the end of the movie what yeah what's the lesson there there is no lesson. The lesson is don't watch fucking like fake ass. Oh, and there's also a scene where they want to test the power of the ring, the lesbian couple. So they find this like blonde woman in leggings and a toboggan or whatever hat mm-hmm. meditating on a rock. And oh, is this get... the is this the Emperor Palpatine like chain lightning that I saw like in these images? I was going to oh, ask you about that. No, I don't know. I don't know when that happens, if it ever happens. Here, There's... can you? I don't know if you got your shit up. Can you, can you see that? I got. I have it where it tells me that you're recording me. <laughs> Does that happen? That's 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 the very beginning of the movie. Okay, that's where they. That's where she gets the ring away from the other woman. Gotcha. Okay, it's been so long since I've seen that that it, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> So they convinced this woman to like, she wouldn't give her boyfriend a blowjob in the morning because she, he asked her and she didn't feel like doing it. And so she was a jerk about it. And so they give her a subliminal suggestion that she should just go do that. And that's what she goes and does. Mm. You don't see anything. There's just like some sexy banter. that's not sexy because it's just uncomfortable. So basically the whole movie is about like roofing people with magic. 
I guess. Right. This yeah. thing has and that you and that you shouldn't do that. One, two. This thing has one, two, three, four, five, six different covers. In cover images on um MDIM. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um the one that is on Tubi is Is it the like the red satin? Yeah, the red satin with the woman in the middle of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. there, there's one that's much cheaper looking that looks like a lake of fire underneath and it's like a slightly different angle and more skin from the, uh, the black haired, well, more skin from all of them, honestly. Like, I don't know what that's being used for. Anyway, this is a movie that may have been <laughs> slightly interesting if it had more nudity in that from that aspect mm-hmm. or if it didn't take itself so seriously it may have been more interesting from like a like a comedic aspect but unfortunately it does neither of those things it's just really bad and was very painful to watch <laughs> and i'm not sure if i i think i hated it more than unknown visitor just because it was like twice as long right so it really like just right. ruined like a whole day of mine um red satin cover you're mine now is the tagline in one of the alternative ones um that looks like the cheapest cover ever um power can be an addiction is the is the tagline so i think they i think they got it better with your mind now i guess i don't think any of those women are in this movie either i'm looking at that cover None of those are none of those are none no. of those are the actual principles. Like they're just uh the, that middle woman might be Edward James almost. But I don't know, I can't tell. It doesn't look like her. That, that is um I when I looked at these the cast Yeah, that might be her. I don't know. It's it's weird, man. It's weird. I think it's them. That's Julianne Prescott, is yeah. Edward James okay. almost. Yeah. I guess that's um, her. Then... She's in a whole bunch of shit that's like, I, I, I oh my god, it's She's, all yeah. on Tubi too. Mm-hmm. I know these movies. <laughs> yes, you do. I know yes, some I of these do. movies, so you definitely know them. Um, God, she was in like 700 movies that came out in 2021. She was in like fucking six of them, 600 of them had Kane Hodder, I think. <clears throat> yeah, well, that's only about half of his uh, <laughs> filmography. <laughs> Um, so anyway, so yeah, that was a really bad movie. Okay. So the third movie. Okay. Oh, so obviously it's a physical ring is the ring in the ring of desire. Sure. Like it's a ring that you wear. Is the wrestling undercurrent at all in that one? No, I don't okay. think so. Right. Um, there's not really any like fighting or anything either. So okay. it's just, so the wrestling undercurrent comes back in, um, the next movie which is the best of the three um, called Wrestle Massacre. Okay. Uh, 2018. So this is the oldest. This is the classic out of the, out of the trio. Um, Cause it's five fucking years old. Wrestle Massacre. Okay. Right. Um, oh, Jesus. Right. Filmed in Maryland with a bunch of people that are local Maryland actors. Okay. I didn't know that until after I'd watched it. That wasn't like the, you know, impetus for me to see it. Right. Um, with a bunch of actual wrestlers in uh 
supporting roles. Um, Tony Atlas is in this movie. Um, the Sandman is in this movie. Rene mm. Dupree is in the movie. Okay. Um, I think Jimmy Valentine is in the movie. Is that Manny Fernandez, like the actual wrestler Manny Fernandez? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy that okay. plays the. Okay. And um, Richie Acevedo, who is also uh indie wrestler from like the nineties, he huh. plays the main character Randy. Okay. Um. So the storyline here is that. There's this dude who's a douchebag who lives with his girlfriend or wife. I can't remember what she is. Um, anyway, Owen um, and, and girlfriend Julie, I think is her name. Um, so Owen is like deeply in debt to the mob. And it's because he was taking loans um, to play fantasy football. Mm-hmm. Um, so... He's just this like absolute douchebag with like a ponytail. Um, anyway, awful character. Okay. So Owen lives with his girlfriend Julie, and Julie is um supposedly oh no, Becky. I'm sorry, Becky is her name. So lives with Becky, and Becky is like this nice girl, um, kind and thoughtful and whatever. So they have this groundskeeper, um Randy who works for a man named Mr. Hogan, but doesn't look like Hulk Hogan or anything. So get that out of your mind. Um, And Randy is obsessed with Becky to the point where he spies on her in the window while she's showering. Um, So Randy gets caught doing that and and gets reprimanded at his job um, and is told to go home. So, he goes home and he's watching this preacher on TV who's talking about, I don't know, whatever. He's just like a televangelist. Then he falls asleep and he dreams that the televangelist tells him that he should go and um, follow his dream of being a professional wrestler hmm. and should murder everyone that gets in his way. <laughs> And he's like, you want me to kill him? And the tele- like dream televangelist is like, well, let's not go that far yet, but probably at some point, yes. <laughs> um. So then Randy wakes up and Randy decides, oh, R- Randy wakes up and he has, he's made a date to get a beer with Becky at some point. So he's like, this is my chance. We're finally going to be together. So they go to the bar to get a beer together and Owen is with her and he's like, oh, um you're here so then he has to pretend to like owen then owen gets up and walks so they're in a bar and it's like obviously a bar and then owen walks into a place where it's a cinder block wall that is supposed to still be in the bar mm-hmm. but it's definitely not in the bar <laughs> right cinder block wall right and then the loan shark that he borrowed the mobster he borrowed money from and his gangsters are there um and it's Tony Atlas is like the gangster's enforcer. Mm. And they basically say that he borrowed $14,000 from him to play fantasy football. <laughs> and if he doesn't pay it back, they want it now, but he says he needs two weeks. And they say, if you don't pay it back in t- two weeks, Tony Atlas is going to fuck you. And Tony Atlas is like, please don't pay the money back. Cause I really want to fuck you. 
And the guy, the actor playing Owen, he, he's like laughing the whole time. Uh -huh. I guess it's like so ridiculous. So kind of undercuts the seriousness of the scene. Sure. Um. So then Owen comes back and he's like, Randy, you're a loser. Becky's my girlfriend. I know you <laughs> want to be with her, but you're a creep. You just need to leave us alone. <laughs> so then Randy's all sad. <laughs> why why is Brandy the loser? Like this guy, like he just like bet on like fucking Chicago Bears for no it's whole fantasy season. football. It wasn't even betting. It was he was playing fantasy football <laughs> for fourteen thousand dollars. So this is some high stakes fantasy football. Right, right. Um anyway, so you also find out that Becky has a brother who has PTSD from being in <sighs> Afghanistan or something I can't remember where he was and this he thing. has a girlfriend I know this is just this is literally just a setup like one scene at the end of this movie but bear with mm -hmm. me so he's talking to Becky and he's basically kind of like Owen but you like him so I'll like you know deal with it and then Randy goes to this wrestling gym that's that just happens to be in town and He's like, I want to train to be a wrestler. And the guy behind the counter is like, ah, you're a loser. You're never going to be able to train to be a wrestler. And he's like, but I have this money. And then they're like, oh, come on and train. So then Randy gets in a wrestling match um, with this old man and takes some bumps. And the old man beats him up and pins him after a shoulder block, which is completely unbelievable. <laughs> um, so then um randy becomes possessed by like the spirit of the devil hmm. who was pretending to be the televangelist in his dream right and basically goes and murders everyone with wrestling moves so like <laughs> devil's, power going bombs, devil's going over bro <laughs> yeah power bombs lariats <laughs> body slams sentons like he's doing all this shit um so then it cuts to owen and becky are in their house and their friends come over, and their friends are this Asian dude and this white lady, and they're talking about like how Owen's a failure for owing all this money to the mob. Oh, mm -hmm. Owen, haha, I get it now. Um, because <laughs> he's owing everybody. Mm -hmm. Um, so then you find out that the Asian dude operates a sort of like a Lyft style business or Uber style business. Um, and is getting sued by one of his client, one of the people that like client, I guess, or customer, customer, probably right. Um, is mm -hmm. getting sued by one of his customers because after the customer puked in his car, he like kicked him out, and the guy got mugged and beaten up. And anyway, this it's I swear to God, it's like like a seven minute scene to set up this joke, and the joke means nothing because then. So then you find out that the guy that's in charge of the um like the mobsters that are out to get the money from um from Owen are led by a like a dwarf, a little person. Okay. And he's always talking about like having anal sex with Owen. And like that's like a big theme is everybody wants to like <laughs> like like fuck <laughs> Owen. Right. Which is really weird. Okay. Yeah. Um so that guy and his enforcer and some other thugs come to the house. And let me think how it happens. So they're like, do you have any money in the house? And Owen's like, no. And Becky's like, well, there might be some in the safe. So they're like, go down to the safe. 
So these two dudes go down to the, the take Becky to open up the safe, and they imply that they're going to rape her. But then Randy, who's been murdering people all across town, like is in their house all of a sudden and murders these two dudes. Or no, murders the one dude. And then the little person is like, hey, second guy, go downstairs and see what's happening to first guy. Then that, that goes down, and then Randy kills him too. And then... um they send like the main enforcer Jackie who's got like the crazy eyes he goes down and he gets killed by Randy and then the little person goes and, and sees Randy and he's like you've killed all my men now I'm going to kick your ass but of course Randy murders him mm. and then Owen goes out and Owen's like oh my god what have you done and Randy rips his spine out of his back. Nice. And then the brother, and then brother shows up, the PTSD brother shows up. And as he takes off his shirt, and they're actually wrestling him and Randy. <laughs> like they're giving each other like axe handles and stuff. Uh-huh. Um, and he knocks Randy down, but then Becky comes out and shoots Randy in the head, and she's like, like, whatever, die motherfucker or something. Mm-hmm. And Randy falls over, and then the devil's like. You think this is over? This is only just beginning. And Randy sits back up with like blood pouring out of his head. And that implies that he's now an undead, you know, wrestler. Wrestler. And so there's also a wrestle massacre too. Oh that, Jesus. That I believe is I don't know if it exists yet or not. Um Yeah. So that's it. The director of this movie is a guy called Brad Twig. Yeah, and Brad Twig has directed just a lot of trash. I don't know. Right, he's one of those guys. Well, he hasn't been doing that much since 2021, but he's one of those guys that directs like a lot of stuff. And Wrestle Wrestle Massacre Two is in production as we speak. <laughs> Fantastic. Do you realize all these characters, like m- most of them, like have like famous wrestler first names? Like, yes yeah like or Rain. last names like hogan right yeah. yeah hogan's hogan's actually not listed on like the mdib cast here but oh, it's miss it's it's mr hogan mm. um but it's yeah you got randy tony atlas is hercules owen obviously um one of them's ricky uh right renee dupree's sean Spelled like Shawn Michaels, uh, yeah. Manny Manny Fernandez, Tito. There's Kendo's weird, but that's Sandman, so I guess that's the reference. But then and the guy named Brutus, <laughs> like your boy. Well, yeah, obviously Sandman is going to be Kendo because he carried the Kendo. Stuff. Well, right, yeah, yeah, I understand. Yeah, like, Tori, uh, Andre, you're right. I don't know who Colleen is. Becky, I guess I get Brett. Oh, is there? Yeah, see, they don't have like the complete on MDIB, it looks like, or at least I'm not looking at it correctly. Vince? Is there a Vince? Yeah, yeah there's a Vince and there's a Sid. Some gotcha. of those people you don't ever hear their name in the movie. Right, right, right. Um, <laughs> so this was the so, best out of the three? Yeah, it, it. this is the best because this is actually a movie where you can tell that like they knew they were making a garbage movie and they were just having a good time. Like, they got some B-list, like, old, washed-up wrestlers to come and be in the movie to give us some credibility. 
And, you know, you can tell that, like, the dude actually, whoever the, you know, this director actually enjoys, like, wrestling. So he's trying to, like, make it fun and, you know, I don't know. It's not a good movie by any stretch of the imagination, but it's moderately enjoyable to watch. And it doesn't, like, it doesn't drag and it's not stupid. Oh, it's also got a bunch of, like, suicide girls in it. So I forgot about that. So the opening of this movie is randy chasing two people through the woods and one of them is like like a mid-40s like ex-greaser guy like somebody who was into ska maybe in the 90s but now has put on like 30 pounds and still like uses okay. the bro cream in his hair and right. this naked naked woman uh-huh. and randy's chasing them through the woods and then randy kills them both okay and i'm pretty sure i watched every minute of this movie in consecutive order and i don't know what sets that scene up but i guess maybe that's just some backstory as to how crazy randy is mm. like when he's going to murder everyone in um becky's house right um so interesting so what's what does he does he kill anybody with an actual wrestling move oh my god yeah he's always yeah. oh and when he kills them he takes their skin and he stitches it together, and he has a championship belt that's made of people's faces. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. He, like, um, clotheslines somebody's head off. and Because uh, he has the power of the devil? Is that how he's able to, like... Yeah, I guess. Okay. Uh, he got something going on. <laughs> um, yeah, it's pretty um, it's pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah, it's something. just I don't know. I mean, it's it's a terrible movie, but it's whatever. And I was kind of, once I found out about the Maryland connection, it right. made me appreciate it a little more too. I guess so. Right. So I, well, there's another half movie, right? Hmm. There is indeed. Yeah. Oh, so obviously when he's at the wrestling school, he's in a wrestling ring. So there's the ring for this movie. Mm-hmm. I was actually afraid at first because there was not a wrestling ring for a long time. And then it <laughs> I was like, "Woof!" <laughs> <laughs> Squeaked by on that one, huh? Yeah, that's how I felt. <laughs> so I also attempted to watch a fourth movie. Um, I was actually going to watch another movie tonight, but, but I don't know. I just I didn't have it in me. Um, I started to watch The Ringer, which is the Johnny Knoxville vehicle. Oh from- yeah, yeah. Huh? Like I don't know, 2011 or let me let me look it up just so I can have it. Do do do. Oh my god, we're old. It's 2005. 2005. Um, so Johnny Knoxville movie. This movie, and it feels like this should be much older with what the subject matter is. Do you do, do you know about this movie? Oh, I know about this movie. Yeah. So the premise is that Johnny Knoxville's uncle, uh, Johnny Knoxville asked for a raise at his job and they give him a raise and new responsibility. And his first task is to fire the janitor because the janitor used his boss's bathroom, but he likes the janitor. So instead of saying that he's firing the janitor, he pretends like he's offering the janitor a new job which is cutting the grass at his apartment complex. And the first day on the job, the janitor puts his hands into the blades of the lawnmower and cuts his fingers off. And Johnny Knoxville couldn't give him health insurance. So now the janitor has 
a $28,000 medical bill that he has to pay or else he'll never get his hands, his fingers sewn back on. Um, so Johnny Knoxville calls his uncle, who's this like old scumbag, um, played by Brian Cox. And he's like, Hey uncle, remember that $1,500 I owed you loaned you? I kind of need it back. And the uncle, who's also in debt to a bunch of loan sharks because of gambling debt, decides that the way they're going to get this money is by rigging the Special Olympics. Right. And so Johnny Knoxville has to pretend to be a mentally handicapped Special Olympian. And they go to the Special Olympics. And all this happens in the first, like, 15 minutes of this movie. It's very fast-paced. Mm-hmm. Um, and when they got there and it was a bunch of people pretending to be mentally handicapped or like, I'm just going to say retarded because they used the word retarded like 700 times in the first 15 minutes. Um, I couldn't take it anymore. And I just stopped. Right. 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 It was, um, it was a very uncomfortable movie to watch. I'm sure. Yes, I can believe I, I Figured it was going to be uncomfortable even then and never watched it because of that reason. So, yeah. That's, um, I don't blame you for that at all. So, I'm assuming the first movie, which I've already forgotten the name of it. Um, yeah, Unknown Visitor. Um, is, the, is the Chagrin movie? Yeah, it's a nine. Uh-huh. It's not the worst thing I've ever watched, but it's pretty goddamn close. Um, it's and, really that bad, huh? Yeah, it's uh-huh. like it should be funny. Uh-huh. Like I at least laughed at Ring of Desire a few times because it's so bad, and it, like whatever. And I knew what those they're just making like a a movie to try and get some horny guy to watch it, you know, or like buy it on on DVD at Walmart for like six bucks because he's lonely that night or whatever, and. Right. I can't fault like the softcore porn industry, which has existed for mm-hmm. more years than I've been alive. Right. This fucking found footage movie. They don't even put any effort in to try and like explain anything or build a plot. It's just like, here's this porch. No, at one point in that movie, <laughs> the woman wakes up and someone has put handprints in. They put their hand in, in shit. No. I made handprints all over her because she tastes it and it's what shit. What the fuck? Like, oh my God, this is shit. You just ate shit? Well, she does. I don't know. She's like putting it near her mouth or something, but it's so gross. And that's that's this movie. It's a handprint of shit. Right. It's a nine. And okay. it, I've seen worse. And the only reason that it's not higher is because it's only 52 minutes. Right. But it's actually like an interesting conceit, that idea. Sure. And I think there's another horror movie that came out not too long ago that does the same thing, but with like multiple security cameras. I mean, I know that like the paranormal activity movies have been doing that for 20 years now, but right. like with actually using like the idea of a ring cam and like this thing like being on this ring cam. And that's kind of what I thought it was going to be, but it's just not. It's like, it's like waiting for Godot if it was scripted by. I don't know, 12 year olds and then acted out by the fucking Akron community college like players or so. I, I don't know. 
Right. I don't know why I thought of Akron. I just thought of a terrible place, and all the terrible places are in Ohio. So, what's the place for that bar stream? Ithaca, Ithaca, New York. Ithaca. Yeah. <clears throat> the can't the the Canticleer. It's <laughs> the name of the bar. Oh, shout man. out! Shout out! Pork marshmallow. <laughs> right. Um, keeping us entertained for the past several Saturdays. <laughs> All right, so um, that's that's some shit, Frank. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised that it was as um fruitful a category as uh, as it was and really there was a yeah, I mean, it's was... very impressive that you came up with like all these different interpretations i mean i almost watched um a boxing movie too huh. but i just it was just too much i couldn't do it yeah you got the ring like the, the yeah the, that kind of well also was i've never finished watching rings which is the most recent sequel to the ring movies oh yeah no you know um, no i had to pay for it and i would just didn't feel like it <laughs> right hmm. all right so let's go ahead uh before we move on the food chat and see what you get next week all right <laughs> category for next week is do you smell what the rock is cooking i know what i'm watching already do you smell what the rock is cooking so that's fairly obvious of like actually there's it's going to be two movies i know what they are (laughs) um all right so the wrestling theme maintains um what what is that still doing on the list i didn't take that off and ninja attack nine ernest borgnine was still on the Oh my god, you're trying to make me watch another terrible. (laughs) All right, let's take that off the list. Um all right. We are um getting down to nitty gritty here. So next week, fucking fucking Dwayne. Um well maybe. The Rock was capitalized. I know, but I can interpret it however I want. <laughs> Rock of Gibraltar? No. You know, mind your business. You'll find out in a week. Don Morocco? <clears throat> oh my god, I wish I could find a movie with Don Morocco. <laughs> um, Alright, so we're doing serial chat. And <laughs> sponsored by chat GPT. Alright, so let's start with the biggies first. I think. What cereal do you have at your house right now? Uh, some kind of special K. Okay. Which it's, one? Um, what kind? Yogurt and yogurt and berries. I think. No, oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Um, I only really ever have one of like three or four cereals at my house. Just so you know. And okay, so what are they? Uh, Frosted mini wheats is like typically the one that I have. Okay. Then every once in a while, I'll either do a special K, like fruit based cereal, mm-hmm. or I will do a, um, uh, Raisin Bran. I really like um, 
Is that what that's called? Raisin, yeah, Raisin Brain. Raisin I really brain, like yeah, Raisin Brain a lot. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then once a year at most, I've done it once this year, I'll buy some kind of like cereal from my childhood mm. just as like for nostalgia and I'll eat it like right. a couple weekends in a row. Um, So back in like May, I think, or April, before I went to Thailand last time, I bought... um. Crunch berries and had crunch berries in the house. Okay. What other okay, so let's let's segue into that real quick. What um what were your childhood cereals? Uh Lucky Charms, which right. I have not eaten in probably about a decade at this point. Um the Pebbles cereals, Cocoa Pebbles and Fruity Pebbles. Mm, never um, care fro- for cocoa, but fruity was Frost Frosted Flakes. I had right. a lot. Yes. Um and I will get frosted flakes still on occasion. <clears throat> for my sugary cereal mm-hmm. um fruit loops um, right fruit loops was like my biggest probably that i would always eat yeah fr- fruit loops is probably second to um lucky charms for me uh lucky charms was up there but yeah what else did i eat a lot of i ate peanut butter crunch for a while like the captain crunch peanut butter crunch yeah yeah um what about the oh yeah cocoa puffs sometimes okay when i was older i went through a phase where i was eating the um the reese's cereal. fucking a yes amazing that that was really good that was before I had to care about like diabetes and stuff. Right, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like five hundred calories is like a oh yeah, and like yeah, you yeah. know, like giving you all the sugar in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, when I was a little kid, like really small, um, I used to always, I was a big mark for the um the character based cereals. Mm-hmm. So like um, Pac Man cereal, GI Joe cereal. Mm. Um, I actually bought at least two boxes of the Nintendo cereal. Yeah. That looked like um an an old like black the black box Nintendo box. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. Like the old the first Super Mario Brothers um box was just like black. Yeah. The first the first like twenty some Nintendo games that came out were a black box with a picture of the game. Like a scene from the game on the front of it. And so that's what the old Nintendo play choice cereal used to look like um i got like c3po cereal once um gi joe cereal a couple times i do not remember these things um yeah it was they used to just be part of the marketing campaign for any like toy brand was that it would have a cereal Uh, um and the cereals were all generally just like a corn base um cereal you know like whatever you would call that and then like a marshmallow extra. Okay. So okay. like, pa- I'm pretty okay. sure Pac-Man cereal had basically like, um, kicks was the thing. Mm. And then like the ghosts and Pac-Man were marshmallows, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah, I remember there was like an ET cereal at one point. Yeah, I'm sure I ate that. Right. There was a Donkey Kong cereal that I had. I remember. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I'm right. Pac-Man cereal is basically just Lucky Charms. Oh, man, I forgot about this ice cream cone cereal. Oh, yeah, I remember that. 
That was when we were in high school. That was pretty good. I got that like once. Um, but yeah, so those are my cereals. Oh, there's but... Donkey Kong Jr. cereal. There it is. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. Um, so now I'm more of an adult, so I eat, you know, like I like honey bunches of oats sometimes. I'll always just buy something that's, because none of that stuff is super healthy for you, but some of the things are healthier than like the pure sugar cereals. So I like the stuff that's got like bits of like nuts and mm-hmm. like fruit clusters and whatever. Pretty good. So I used to love fucking booberry. Oh yeah, when I was a kid. Like, yeah, yeah, you're right. This is good. Um, I did not like count. I didn't. I I've never been like a big chocolate person, so I didn't eat like Count Chocula and stuff like that. Um, but booberry I, was big, my shit. I'm a big chocolate person, and I think Count Chocula is a very good cereal. Mm. I like Yummy Mummy though more than any than all those. Oh, that's the one they discontinued, right? Um, they ha- they they bring it out every year at Halloween. You can get it at Walmart. Mm-hmm. It's like a fruit based cereal. Okay. Where like Frankenberry is just like strawberry flavored, and Count Chocula obviously blueberry is. I don't think it's blueberry flavored. It's blueberry is like. I don't even know what kind of fucking berries those are. Um. Uh, let's see. Count Chocula, it is it is blueberry flavored. But um, yummy mummy is like multi flavored. I think. Um, General Mills has a website about the history of their monsters. Um, yummy mummy Frankenberry. Oh yeah, Frankenberry yeah. is the one I think I'm. I think I'm thinking of that they discontinued at some point, right? No, Frankenberry's always been around. Still, well, they discontinued all of them for a while, except for Count Chocula. Mm, I think I Count Chocula didn't even have around. Count Chocula at some point. Mm. What is Fruit Brute? Man, fuck that edition. Fruit Brute. I don't know that one. That's a new. It's it's all like new. There's Carmella Creeper. Is yeah, one of the I Walmart flavors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, Caramel Apple Cereal. That actually sounds really good. So let, let's go back real quick to like now that you're an adult. Like um, you told me some of the ones that you have like there now. But like. So like what 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 leads you to buying the things that you buy? Is it just taste? Is it like health combined? Like, you know, like what's what's going um, on there? It's honestly more taste than health. Yeah. Um, all things being equal, like I could control the rest of my diet for a day and it wouldn't really hurt me that much to have sure. Like the carbs and sugars in the morning because then I could like spend the rest of the day eating healthy. It would be fine. Yeah. Um I just don't necessarily enjoy like super sweet cereals anymore. Yeah. Right. And like I said, every like when I bought the Captain Crunch, I bought, you know, whatever it is, like a 20 ounce box or whatever a normal size box of cereal is. And I ate like half of it and then I threw the rest of it away. I just didn't want any more. Yeah. I mean, the problem with those type of cereals, and that's actually a really good idea that I should do occasionally, um, is going back and eating some of those like old cereals. But. Because I mean, cereal is like a anymore is like a big part of like my my diet, I guess. Like where I just usually eat it dry a lot of times. Um, mm. So I find ones that I like dry and eat that. So I'm not like taking in all the extra like milk and everything. Uh, so like I do like the special K um, vanilla almond. Mm. 
is the one I do a lot. I do a yeah, lot that's of good. Um, Kashi. Um, yeah, I do like Kashi cereals too. I always forget the names of them because they all sound the fucking same. But um, there's one that's a uh, it's the Kashi Go stuff a lot of times. So it's like the toasted berry crisp is pretty mm. good. Um, and some of the, like the organic like um whole wheat biscuits, like the shredded wheat type stuff. I'll I'll get those sometimes. Um, but it's lar- largely just shit I can just like throw in my mouth, like you know, a cup of it, and um, to fill me up. Yeah, I do that with um, usually honey nut Cheerios. Sometimes I'll buy and just eat as a snack. Right. Yep. Like a cup full of them because I yeah, like Akashi has like a honey nut like Cheerio type thing that I'll get sometimes too, like. Basically, I just try to keep a variety so I don't get sick of like anything, one thing, and like stop eating them. Um, yeah, that makes <clears> sense. But I, um, yeah. So the, that's really one of the reasons why I love frosted mini wheats because I get it's just enough sugar where there's like the sweetness to it, but it mm-hmm. also mm-hmm. is mostly healthy because it's, you know, like the whole wheat clusters. Right. So it tastes good right. without being like overbearing and making me feel sick. Sure. Um, and it gives me good energy, and I think it tastes really good in milk. Like, I really like the way that um, mini wheats hold up, like, in a bowl of milk for gotcha. a period of time. Yep. All right, so let's... Man, chat's, like, predicting you. So let's move on to um, to milk. So do you always... like? I know you just said, like, you know, like, honey nut type stuff. Do you always, like, eat cereal with milk usually, though? 95% of the time it's okay. So what is first of all what's your technique? Is it milk first, cereal first? No, cereal and then milk on top. Yeah, good man. That um, doesn't make that doesn't make any sense the other way. Do have you ever seen anybody? Yes. Yes. My my friend somebody do milk first, I think, to distribute the amount of milk and keep it down. So they don't overdo it with the milk. See, that doesn't make any sense to me. Okay. To me, so to me the milk, you're always going to use roughly the same amount of milk because you're filling in the crevices between the cereal. So you? you you pour, well, my technique is... Right, pour, the, so tell me, tell me, tell me the technique. I, I pour the milk in until the cereal just starts to float. Okay. Once you see like a couple pieces of cereal like start to float, that's enough milk. Okay. You don't want to overdo the milk and you don't want it to like slosh out all over the place when you're trying to like carry it because that's gross. Right. But like it's just enough that where when you finish you have, you know, about a cup of milk and then you lift up your bowl and you drink it. Yes. Okay. So all kinds of information here. So I tend to, if I do milk, so do you go so so does that mean if it's floating, do you go just over like the like where the cereal is like the top of the cereal is rusting? Usually so it's up touching the bottom of the top layer of cereal. Okay. And then when I put my first spoon in, I'm pushing that top layer down into milk. And then everything uh-huh. gets like a coating of milk, and then like every bite I get has just a little bit of milk in it. Yeah. I think I used to do a little more than that. When I was a kid, 
and then now I actually go if I use milk under where you're talking about and like kind of mix a little bit more because I realize I don't like it too soggy. So Actually. yes. You don't want it too soggy. Too too much milk is no good. I also have another admission I'll make after we talk about the milk thing. Okay, so um so yeah, I think what people do is try to limit the milk and it's why they pour the milk first. It still doesn't make any sense to me. I think that's I think that's a bad move. <laughs> All right, so go go ahead. Um, so, so do you prefer a little bit crispy, like a little bit like soft, like very soft, like like, and give me examples with the types of cereals that you like. I mean, it's it's fine. Does it does it depend? Yeah, it, it depends on the cereal. It it it's fine until you don't want mush, you know. And right. honestly, that's one of right. <clears throat> that's one of my issues with um. Uh, like the Pebbles cereals, mm. um, in that they tend to um, just become like a like a slick in the bottom of your bowl, right? Um, and they stick to the bowl a lot, which I don't. They like. do. They're they're sticky. Yeah, and that kind of makes me uncomfortable when I'm eating them. Um, the trick with the Pebbles stuff to me, very little milk. Yeah, less milk than a usual. Right. Um, but that's why I don't get them much. I mean, I probably haven't had a Pebble cereal in two decades or something. I don't know. I, Since, I love Fruity Pebbles, though. Maybe we got it one time, when a couple times when Frankie was a, like a little kid. He was never super into cereals either, though. Like, he didn't eat a whole lot of cereals. So that mm. kind of, like, limited the amount of cereals I ate because I mean, he's never been a breakfast person in general. Um, but he likes like eggs or something, or you know, like a sausage sandwich. So we don't really eat like a whole lot of cereals in right. general together. Um, I only have cereal now because I don't always have cereal in my house. I only have cereal now because I'm going to be on night shift for a while. Mm -hmm. And my thinking is that I will eat dinner. I'm be on night shift for two weeks, so my thinking is I'll eat dinner like around nine o'clock. And then not eat anything for the entire rest of the night. And then eat a bowl of cereal when I get home. And that will be like my meal. And then I'll go to bed. And it'll just be something light that'll fill up my stomach. So I don't get like super hungry. Like when I wake up in the morning. So I'll eat like something small like tomatoes or something. Before I go to work. And then I'll like eat like an actual meal at like 9 o'clock. And then I'll just eat a bowl of cereal in the morning. And that's how yeah, I'll. Makes sense. Oh. <clears throat> I forgot another one that I get. Um, Cascadian Farm cereals. That um, sounds like something horrific. No, well, some of them are really good. Um, but their cinnamon crunch, like mm. low in sugar, low calories, low taste. No, no, it's like it's good. It's good. You don't believe me? Like I'm telling. I do. You. Um. So Cinnamon, would, cinnamon I'll, is actually. I'll eschew like any of these fucking like healthy cereals if they're not good. Like, so to me, cinnamon is one of the like secrets to good cereal, um, because I really enjoy um, cinnamon toast crunch and 
-hmm. there's a couple of like generic brand cereals that i like and i think that like when you put cinnamon in it it lets you get the sweetness and the something other than like the weedy taste or whatever Mm -hmm. um without getting a whole lot of extra calories or carbs right um they have another one that's not like a nine or a ten out of ten, but is good. That kind of somewhat similar has a little bit of like um pebbles esque shit to it. That's a fruit crispy rice mm. um cereal, and it's it's good, but it's just not like you know like fantastic. Like um, <clears throat> they also have a um blueberry almond that's also pretty good overall. Um, that's all I can recommend because some of them I can't eat because they have too much whey and shit in it. All right. Um, let's see. Did you know? Fuck that question. Fuck that question. I'm just going through chat's questions for you. Um, oh, that's a good one, chat. Favorite mascot? Cereal mascot, huh? Probably Tony the Tiger. Yeah. Why? Yeah, because yeah, he's just kind of a classic, and I hate the fucking toucan from Fruit Loops. Toucan <laughs> Sam's a dick. Uh, what the fuck? <laughs> Why is he a dick? Because he's just an asshole. I don't know. He's like, um, like the dog from Cookie Crisp. You know, like a Cookie Crisp. I hate that shit. <laughs> right. Um, I'm not a big fan of the fucking Keebler Elves. You know, so yeah, like no, Rice Krispies them. and whatever. Yeah. Um. I give a fuck about them. I guess I like like the Honey Nut Cheerios B is fine. Right. Uh. I don't know the. They're great. Is like it's sure. Just, oh, it's a great. It's a great. It's slogan. catchy and. Yeah. Um. Although I'm, it's, have you noticed like? They're doing a thing now with them where they're making them like super hip. Have you seen that commercial yeah, of like have... all the kids coming in the gymnasium and like what? It's like Tony the Tiger. It, it's it's for some kind of like proceeds from Frosted Flakes go to benefit like school sports, school school athletics or something. Okay. But it's like Tony the Tiger's coming into a gym and he's wearing sunglasses and he's is he like bebopping by... or something? Like... Yeah, and he's like bobbing his head and it's like this rap beat. Like so, he... so, so they're going homeboy, like you know, or something like yeah. that. Yeah, oh, like... boy. Um, two thousand and twenty-three. Um, <clears throat> I can't explain. You have to see the commercial. <laughs> All right, I'll I'm really to... surprised you haven't seen the commercial actually. Because right. I'm pretty Give me sure a second. It's on, um... I think I think the Trix Rabbit is probably my favorite, honestly. Oh, the Trix Rabbit is fine. Um, I do not like fucking the Snap Crack One Pop. I hate those fucking people. Did you like Rice Krispies? I only like Rice Krispies with a tablespoon of sugar yes. mixed in with it. Oh, absolutely. Um, to completely eliminate the health benefits of Rice Krispies, I do enjoy. So I like Rice Krispies and Cocoa Krispies much more than Pebbles because the crispy like floats on the milk and it doesn't absorb as much. Right. And right. at the bottom of the bowl, yeah. even there's still like that nice, like tactile mouthfeel that you get with your, you know. Right. Yeah. Your smooth. No, I, I mean, look, having that like 
flavored little bit of tiny sugar when you like finish the rest of the milk and like drink it is one of the best things of all time. All right. Yes. I'm going true. to share this with you. Is this what you're talking about? Can you tell just from Yeah, the- that's it. 100%. Only 3 seconds. Um Flavor Fandom if anybody wants to look this up. The the Frosted Place commercial. The premise is that every cool kid in high school has got a cereal they I've love. never seen this, so Oh. Oh. Oh my god, I need to watch this like 8 times. It has a lot going on. Delicious flavors. Worth fanning over. Now the lunch lady dancing. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's disgusting. Right, isn't it? It's like it's <laughs> so it's so weirdly sexualized. With like that, like the little Asian girl, like pouring her cinnamon flakes into the principal's mouth. Yeah, I don't know why yeah. I'm assuming that man's the principal, but I know he's, the, he's principal. the principal. No, he's absolutely the principal. Like, right? It's weird. Yes, yes. Um, okay, that's a, that's yeah, that's all very weird. I don't know. I don't know about that. Uh, what was the other mascot that's going to be? What about Fred Flintstone as a mascot? Uh, I think that using like established television characters and mascots is just cheap. Mm. It's crazy that like the Flintstones are the originator of that whole trend of you know the cartoon character or like toy character establishing the serial, and they're the only ones that have maintained. Hmm. Okay, I do. I'm not familiar with this character. When when is this? There's a character for Force Serial at some point named Sonny Jim. That's got to be where Lynch like, took that name from. Mm, I don't know. Huh. Oh, 1902. Yeah, okay. So 1902. Um. Oh, Fred Gwynn's mother drew this character initially. Interesting. I'll have to look that up later. Um. <clears throat> all right, let's go back here. Uh, hmm, that requires a lot of memory that I don't have. Um, any limited edition or seasonal cereals that like you can think of? Oh man. Uh, well, I mean, for a long time, I when Walmart started doing it again, I would buy one of the monster cereals every Halloween. Right. Um, after they had been discontinued. Mm hmm. Seasonal cereals. I know there's something I'm forgetting. There is some seasonal cereal that I really like, but I can't think of what it is. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's really hard. I mean, I could like Google it here, but that would be wasting like a lot of time. This is the problem. Just I should, yeah. See, this is where I said like when I did this, it's like only fifty percent of my preparation. Um, it's fine. I carry you. <laughs> Um. So, oh, what was I going to ask you? What is your opinion on cereals that get turned into like snack bars? Like, oh, do they? I'm, be... I'm fine with it. They're good, right? So, do they? <laughs> so they just they... become they they just become a dessert at that point. That's not a cereal. I mean, we, so 
every every Tuesday at work we have orientation for uh-huh. new hires, uh-huh. and we have like a snack carousel for them while they're in orientation. Right. We get up and like get something. And one of the right. things that our HR specialist does is she buys cereal bars to put in. Mm-hmm. So there's you know cinnamon toast crunch, Fruit Loops, uh, Lucky Charms, um, for whatever. Like they're always there. So I don't know, like maybe once every two or three weeks, I'll grab a cereal bar in when I'm like in there talking to them and they're fucking like, it's, it, it's a candy bar. Like it's not a cereal bar, mm-hmm. you know, it's bound together with like marshmallow. Sure. You, but so what do you think about putting like something like marshmallow in cereal though? I'm fine with it. I like marshmallows and cereal. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not for me anymore, but at the same right. time, like I understand its place and I think it's pretty delicious. Mm-hmm. Actually, s'more cereal is one of my favorite cereals for that reason. Mm. I don't know if you've ever had the s'more cereal that's got like. I'm the... not a big fan of like s'mores in general, so I really like that taste and I think it's really yeah. good in that cereal. Yeah. Um, the the marshmallow is it's not a marsh. It's a different consistency. It's like I don't know. It's 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 a really good combination. So, what do you do with the leftover milk? Do you drink I it? I drink do it. You, okay. Yeah. Because I drink it now. When I was a but kid. You used to put more cereal in it and eat it again? No, actually, I do that now more than I did as a kid. Oh, so, you disgusting monster. Um, I would, like, sit there with the spoon, like... And like scoop out as much as I could, like with the spoon and taste it with the flavoring, like especially Apple Jacks or something like that. Yeah. Like some Apple Jacks milk. Um, so I guess it's like a re- weird little uh, ritualistic kind of like thing that I did like when I was younger. Um, do you have any like cereal like rituals or anything that you did or do or anything? Um, when I was a kid, I had a friend that would eat the cereal and get as little milk on his spoon as possible. And then take the box and pour an entire second bowl of cereal and eat it. And I always thought that was really wasteful and gluttonous. Mm. And I'm someone that has never shied from gluttony. So if <laughs> I think you're gluttonous, you're disgusting. <laughs> um, Is that the ranking? It goes from gluttonous to disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Um, Excessive gluttonous, disgusting. Okay. Uxur- ux- uxurious maybe is in there too. Mm. Um. No, I mean, I just, I've always, I like to eat my cereal while I'm watching television. Um, So now when I eat cereal, I will put something on YouTube and then kind of settle in under the blanket on the couch and eat my bowl of cereal while I'm watching it. Mm. I don't like to let the cereal sit for too long unless it's like Captain Crunch and I'm letting it like get a little soggy so it doesn't destroy my gums. Okay, here that just reminded me of a question. As a kid, child Frank. Where'd you eat that cereal at? Did you eat it in front of a television? Did you yeah, eat always it... in front of the television. Always in front of the television? Always, yeah. I was only allowed to watch the television when I was a kid certain times of the day. Because for a long time, we only had one television in the house. Um, So the morning time before school was one of my times. and I would, Or Saturday morning when I was watching my cartoons. And that's when I would eat my cereal. Okay. And I always had cereal when I was a little kid. Um... Did you have any special cereal bowls when you were a kid? No. Uh-uh. Just, just use... whatever bowls were in the house. Okay. 
I had a um oh I can't remember what brand it was now. Kellogg's maybe? I don't know. I had a it was a half a basketball cereal bowl. Uh, I remember it. Yeah. I always wanted those cereal bowls. Like there was always like that that was one of the mailaways yeah on the cereal boxes for a long time was like a special bowl and we were never allowed to get it i was yeah we repurposed that because i had it for a number of years i can't remember what so just knew about it or made fun of me about it but um we repurposed it when we did our fly jobs commercial like basketball shoes commercial like as a product for class Mm. And we repurposed it and we like put fly jobs on the cereal bowl. And like that was like the added bonus. Like if you order right now, like you get a cereal bowl. Um, nice. It's a good bonus. Yeah. That's like probably like my best cereal adjacent memory, probably. Um, <clears throat> so I have one like gross story to talk about with cereal. Okay. Yeah. Um, when my brother, so I have a younger brother, he's about eight years younger than me, roughly. Um, when he started going to school, my mom got a job in the school system, so everyone was gone a lot of the time. So when I would get home from school, I would be alone for at least like an hour or two a day, and I would make myself a bowl of cereal. So until I got caught and yelled at for like a year, what I would do is I would take, um, uh cheerios like honey nut cheerios and i would pour orange juice in the bowl and i would eat my honey nut cheerios with orange juice instead of milk oh and it was amazing it was so good yeah no delicious no and sometimes it would be sunny d instead of orange juice that's fucking disgusting it was so good that's even worse um i also used to put nilla wafers do you know nilla wafers yeah i just put nilla wafers in a bowl and pour orange juice over them and eat them when oh, no was i thought you were yes. going to say like eat them with milk no. no 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 orange juice so good so delicious that is one of the worst things you ever told me why you know, so <laughs> that is you disgusting see, when you see when you see the commercial for cereal it talks about part of a balanced breakfast and they always show a glass of orange juice next to the cereal so one day I was thinking, let's cut out the middleman, <laughs> and instead of like milk, I'll just use that glass of orange juice, or maybe we didn't have milk or something, and I really wanted like the less. Uh, that's like me, food. like combining like the the rest of all of like the like uh little tines or whatever the fuck they're called. It's like the soda, the two liter soda bottles together, like for a glass of soda. Yeah, no, that's like... good. That's a good idea. Yeah, if you uh, have that many it's, soda it's... bottles, you're disgusting, but. <laughs> Um, but listen, if you're ever in the situation, like I can't drink orange juice anymore because way too many carbs, but, and too much sugar. But if I was able to do it, I would, I would do that. You should try it sometime. You have orange juice, make yourself full cereal with your orange juice. I swear you'll love it. It's delicious. Trust me. We're never going to talk about this ever again because there's not enough about like oranges or orange juice really talk about to me. So well, you we got to wrap just, it up because I got to pee real bad. So just orange. What we we have? You wanted to do cereal chat? Oh well, then you're gonna have to pause this for a second because <laughs> I'm gonna die. Okay, we have stopped for Frank, and we are back. And we're back I feel fantastic cereal. now that I peed. Now I'm good. Ready. I'm glad. Now you're ready to really deep dive this cereal chat, then, huh? Deep dive. I mean, you got to stay up all night. Like, I'm always I up know. till like, 3 well, o'clock. like, so. 2 o'clock in the morning, I think, okay. roughly. 
Um, <clears throat> like I, I got, I got five hours left. So let's uh let's go through before we move into some things that I, I don't know could be controversial for you. Um, let's go through like the top. I just want quick reactions. Well, I mean they could be longer if you want, but quick reactions to the top cereals um, according to Google searches, right? Okay. Rice Krispies, like you know. Okay, so let's let's develop the criteria here. Um, kind of like a yay nay type thing. Like, um, and then extra comments if you want. So, like, Rice Krispies. Uh, yay. And I think that Rice Krispies is utilitarian and that you can make, like, Rice Krispies treats or whatever. I mean, there's more to it than just, you know, just being a cereal. Right. Cheerios. I like Cheerios. And Let's see, yay. Checks. I love Checks. Checks I actually forgot about mentioning, but that's one of my favorite. Why is that? Um, I love the way it holds the milk because of the lattice like structure mm, of it. Mm-hmm. Um, like it it maintains a level of stability while still being like becoming like al dente as opposed to like crunchy. So it's mm-hmm. a it's it's a good yeah. Okay, we already talked a little bit about special K, but like you know there are so many special K cereals. Um, they are not all equal to you, I assume. Uh, I like the strawberry special K a lot, mm-hmm. and I like the cinnamon special K a lot. Um, yeah. I like regular special K as well. Right. Have yeah. you ever had cinnamon pecan special K? No, but that sounds amazing. It's actually not very good. Oh. Um, I would avoid it. Like you think it's wah, gonna really, wah, you wah. think it's going to be really good. Like I've tried this. Like, I've done it like three times. Like I'm like you know what? Like I'm going to give it another shot. It's never it's never what you want. Um, describe most of my life. <laughs> uh, you know they have apparently have a pumpkin spice special K. That doesn't sound appealing to me. No, I love pumpkin spice in the context of like a hot beverage, like a latte mm-hmm. or. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, Starbucks does a pumpkin spice chai that's amazing. Mm. Um. I like the pumpkin spice flavor in like a um like a dessert roll, you know, like you get like okay. a pumpkin roll with like the whipped cream um filling and I think that's pretty good with the pumpkin spice taste. Right. I obviously I love pumpkin pie, so I'm a fan of the pumpkin spice in that. Mm-hmm. Um but then I'm just not like uh certain things I'm not super into it in. And I think it in milk, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Have we done real quick? Have we we've never done like official pie chat, right? Uh, just with Easter at the bar, <laughs> right? Um, have you ever had strawberry cheesecake special K? No, that seems too excessive to me. Hmm. I mean, it sounds like it would probably taste delicious, but it feels my my teeth hurt already. <laughs> Um, I'm actually some. Oh, okay, no, there we go. That right, the added sugars fucking get you in the end. The sugars weren't that bad until I saw the added sugars, and then it gets real bad. Um, 
Oh, did I lose my? There we go. All right. So, Lucky Charms we talked about. Yay. Um, as an adult, no, but yeah, yay in mm. general. I think Lucky Charms is a good cereal. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Oh, that's a that's a yay. That's a yay as an adult, even. Mm-hmm. It's a lot uh, of sugar, but it's pretty delicious. Fruit Loops. Oh, yay. Fruit Loops are amazing. How do you spell fruit in Fruit Loops? Do you know? It's with two O's, isn't it? It is. Because um, they can't they can't say fruit because, because there's fruit. no fruit. There's just right. sugar and coloring. Right. Well, there's a couple that we haven't talked about here. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, Captain Crunch. Yeah, I like Captain Crunch. I like all the varieties of Captain Crunch. All of them. Crunch berries, the yeah. peanut butter Captain Crunch. Captain Crunch is one of the best milk flavors to me. Like when, like regular Captain Crunch, when it's like soaked like into the milk and yeah. drinking the milk, Captain Crunch is one of the best. Uh, there is a restaurant mm-hmm. uh, in Baltimore called Full Moon Cafe, maybe or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, that does. Um, Captain Crunch, uh, French toast, mm. where they like they cook the French co- toast in a. But yeah, I get it. It that sounds really good. Yeah, this is it. Full Moon Cafe. Oh no, that's in New York. That's not it. Never mind. <laughs> Maybe it's not called that. Anyway, it's something like that in Baltimore. Right. Um, oh, but yeah, so they cook it like in like a uh, flavored blue moon cafe, blue moon. Okay. Mm-hmm. Where no, is they, they, uh, I'll say Al Siena street. Okay. So a little bit outside the city. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see if they still haven't, uh, no, they crunch, they, they, um, fuck what's the word i'm looking for here they um they crush them you know oh, okay. so it's just like a powder uh-huh and then they sprinkle them on top although it doesn't look like they do it anymore i'm not seeing it they have a bunch of benedicts a bunch of omelets yeah, this place <laughs> sounds delicious um anyway so they they do that and they put it on top and it was really good decadent but um but delicious dude that crab tomato and cheddar benedict sounds really good yeah we so when i worked at the steel mill we had a customer i can't remember what their name was but they were down outside of like baltimore city and we were coming back we went down to visit them one time and we were coming back from visiting them and the guy i was with was like hey every time i come down here to like visit we stop i stop at this place you want to get um breakfast so it's pretty early in the morning still and i was like yeah let's do it and man it was one of the best breakfasts yeah their coffee was amazing i think i got like um sausage with it and that was really good and like i'm looking at this now and it just looks yeah uh, that's a good menu i I really like what i'm seeing yeah uh honey nut cheerios yeah i love honey nut cheerios all right Here's here we got some things coming up here that we haven't talked about. First one, tricks. How do you feel about tricks? I don't know that I really have a feeling for tricks. Yeah. 
It was never my fruit cereal of choice. So I don't know what it was. Like I wasn't allowed to get certain cereals, and I don't know why. Hmm. And Trix was one of those cereals where it was like, well, no, we'll just get Fruit Loops or well, no, you can just get Fruity Pebbles. Interesting. Because my dad didn't eat cereal. And my mom didn't eat cereal. Like they like you need to bring this up. My dad's a raisin brand guy. Hmm. And my mom doesn't eat like cereal at all. She, she eats like special K and stuff like that now, but she was never a cereal eater when I was right. young. So maybe it was like coupons is possible. I don't know. What's that? Coupons is possible. Oh, like, yeah, sure. Had, no. There was only coupons for certain things. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. It was never tricks. Yeah, it was definitely. Um... Or I didn't bring it up like when she was cutting the coupons. Mm-hmm. And so she had bought it. She had a coupon for something else. Right. Yeah. No, definitely things were determined in my household by coupons sometimes. Yeah. Uh, Cocoa Puffs. I like Cocoa Puffs. Yeah. Yeah, I I like um they're one of those ones that that float in the milk really well, and so when you eat them, it's a good um it's a good mixture of again like the milk to crunch ratio of the cereal. It's good, right? Um, here's a mascot that like we didn't bring up um and a cereal that has not been discussed yet. What about uh Honey Smacks? I prefer Sugar Smacks to Honey Smacks. Hmm. Um, but they're good. I yeah. like um I like corn pops too. Corn pops is number fifteen right after honey smacks on the list. Yeah. Um, they're they're that's a good um what about cookie crisp? I like I liked cookie crisp when I was a kid and it's does like hold up well inside the um what's it called? In the milk. Mm-hmm. Um but I can't stand the cookie crisp dog. I think is it a dog? Yeah. I you know what? Here's here's or a, he's here's... a wolf maybe he's a wolf. I guess now that I'm thinking about it. Cookie crisp. Oh yeah 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 okay I got gotcha. you. Chip the wolf apparently. Yeah. Um, two thousand. Huh. Well, it makes sense because there's chips inside the chocolate chip. Cookies. I've never had cookie crisp before. Um, in my life, you would probably find it way too sweet now. Hmm. It's got a good taste to it. Like it's, they just taste like little cookies. I don't know. It's it's hard to explain, but it's very, it's very simply what you think it should taste like is exactly what it tastes like. Gotcha. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. No. Like, yeah. Right. Right. Oh, uh, let's see here. Uh, all on uh, honeycomb. Yeah, I like honeycomb. Honeycomb is really good. I forget about honeycomb all the time. I've never had it. Crispix? Yeah, Crispix. Uh, yeah, Crispix is fine. Yeah, I've never had that. Either. I think Crispix is like the poor man's checks, or maybe it's the rich man's checks. Mm. Somebody's checks. <laughs> French toast crunch. I've never had it. Yeah, me neither. That, um, doesn't, that doesn't sound delicious to me. Or or I I think it's just kind of like, yeah, I don't know. I think it's like basically just like a cinnamon, um, cereal. Um, Oreos O's. I've never. I've seen those, but they don't look appealing to me, so I've never had them. Waffle Crisp. I've had that. It's good. Okay. Um, Honey O's. Uh, is that some kind That's of the B, guess? right? Isn't it? Or is that is Cheerios? It? Hold on. Let me. Look. I don't know. Maybe that is the B. 
No, I thought the B was no. It's the generic. It's like more not the generic, but it's like the it's a different manufacturers. Mm. Cheerios, I think, basically. Um. Oh shit! How is that so low? I used to eat this shit all the time as a kid. This is like another really great milk taste. Apple Jacks. Oh, I love Apple Jacks. Yeah, yeah. Apple Jacks. To... I've for, I'd forgotten all about that cereal, but mm-hmm. it's really good. I did too. Yeah, I used to love the taste of the milk in Apple Jacks. All right, so let's get into a couple things here. Cold cereal versus hot cereal. Uh, it's two different things to me. Okay, so maybe... I I enjoy them both. All right, so what do you enjoy with hot cereal? Um, I like cream of wheat with cinnamon on top. Okay, that's a pretty fantastic breakfast to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I like oatmeal with fruit bits in it. So, like oatmeal, like a cinnamon oatmeal with raisins inside is pretty delicious. Um, do you consider grits to be a cereal? I don't know. Do you? I don't know. I mean, it's kind of like. It's a hot grain, right? Um, if that's the case, I like grits with uh grits made with milk and with cheese added to it. Yeah, okay, yeah, that that is that's fine. Um, <clears throat> but I really I grits by themselves need something more. Yeah, I don't like grits made with with water necessarily because I think they're too runny. They definitely right. have to be made with milk. And I like I always, I always like my grits with cheese. Yeah, that sounds um, good. But I really love um, cream of wheat. I think cream of wheat is a severely underrated breakfast choice. You know, I've never had cream of wheat. You got to put cinnamon in it. It's got to have cinnamon on top, and then you mix the cinnamon in. Okay. Um, This is not a very good comp, but to me, it's like the same feeling I have for... um. Uh, cottage cheese I have for cream of wheat. Okay, like I feel like they have a similar yeah. like texture when you eat them. Mm-hmm. They don't okay. taste at all like, and it's a completely different experience. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really love um cottage cheese too. Okay, and the uh, same thing cottage cheese. I do um salt and cracked black pepper, and then I mix it together and eat it, and it's really good. So, are you somebody with oatmeal then? Because that like does their own kind of flavoring to it or do you buy things that have like are pre-flavored no i like to buy pre-flavored oatmeal okay so let's let's go through some is it like largely um like quaker or something like it's that? only quaker and i just okay. buy the the pre-packs that you just had okay water yep away. yep yep um so i'm gonna go through flavors with you and I guess yay or nay, kind of. Okay. Raisin, date, and walnut. That sounds really good. I've never had that, but I would try that. Apples and cinnamon. Oh, that's delicious. Um, What? Why are you at it? Man. Fucking websites that play ads automatically with no muting. That was really annoying. Um, could you hear that, Frank? No, I couldn't hear it. Mm-hmm. Um, they're adding the variety packs into this list. 
and not just like the fucking flavors. And that's really annoying to me. Banana I, nut? I didn't know there was a banana nut. Um, I've never had it. That's not something I would want in my oatmeal. Strawberries and cream. Yeah, that's good. Peaches and cream? I don't like peaches. Really? Yeah. Interesting. I don't like peaches. I feel you. You, you. you know my feeling on peaches, don't you? I don't think so. I think eating a peach must be what it's like to eat a person. <laughs> a little bit of hair, a little bit of hair on the outside, and <laughs> sweet and wet on the inside, and it just makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> I think it's what many. I think it's what's been used as a comp for many. Many decades to to eat a person, but not in the way you're talking about. <laughs> I mean, like from cannibalism. I understand. Yeah, yeah, I understand what you're saying too, pervert. But I'm just saying, like, I think of like biting into someone's arm when I like bite. Right, you. right. Because you know, right. it's got a little bit of hair on the arm it's... there. Uh, let's see, blueberries and cream, and bananas and cream. Uh, I'm I'm not a fan of fake banana, but the blueberries and cream is probably good. Oh shit, I lost track. Um, let's see, cinnamon and spice. Yeah, that's delicious. Maple and brown sugar. Uh, yeah, that's really good too. Fucking amazing. Maple and brown sugar is so good. Yeah. Um, that that is the perfect. Yes, that's probably the best oatmeal flavor is maple and brown sugar. Yes. Yes. Um, cranberry almond. I've never seen that anywhere. I know. I would try that, but I, I've never had it. Yeah. Did I already say apples and cinnamon? Uh, you have, and I love okay. it. What really cinnamon good. and spice did I do? Maybe that's what you said. I don't know. Okay. There, yeah. There, yeah. Cinnamon and apple is really good, always, too. Yeah. With um, oatmeal. Um, oh, some of these are. This is a terrible list. I just Googled the first thing. Um, Apples and cranberries. Hmm. I would, yeah, I would try it, but I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, <clears throat> all right. Anything else to go through here? Uh, do you do anything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I want to ask. Do you do anything? Um, what about like when I was a kid? My mom like like always tried to get me to like cut bananas up. And like put in with the cereal, uh-huh. like she was like, trying to make me be healthy uh, or some shit. Like, I do it because it's delicious, not because of the health. Right. Um, I only so do it with a couple of cereals. Yeah. Okay. Regular Cheerios are perfect with bananas in them, and hmm. um, cornflakes are really good with bananas. Hmm. Um, Frosted flakes are a little too sweet with bananas in it. Do you do anything else like? Besides, like, bananas that you ever, like, put in cereal? Like, besides, like, potentially sugar, depending on the cereal and all that kind of stuff? Uh, I have put blueberries in cereal before, and it's really good. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't eat strawberries, but that would probably be fine. That's another thing my mom used to eat. Yep. Um, blueberries Although my I mom love... used to also make me eat strawberries, and, like she would like cut them up and then like drizzle sugar on them. And it's like, okay. Like now that I'm a dog, I'm like, <laughs> that's weird, but all right. Um, 
No, I love um, blueberries with some Cheerios and milk. It's okay. fucking fantastic. Mm. Makes me want to get some blueberries now. Mm. Blueberries pair really well with milk. I'm trying to figure out if there's any other kind of like controversial like things I can try to get you to like say. Um, like eating a peach is like eating a person. At least I think. Well, that's the. It's close we're gonna get. I think. Um, I don't ever want to. I don't ever want to say too much about it because I feel like it implies that I've eaten people. In like a cannibal sense, and I don't want this people is to how think you that I'm feel. anybody. Right. Right. It just makes me uncomfortable. Right. I don't ever want to like get get the feeling that I like eating people. You know. What's that say about me? You protest too much? Um, I don't know. Fuck out of here, Shakespeare. All right, last question. Lame chat question. Um, Can you eat cereal any time of the day, or is there a certain day you want to eat it? I know um, you said you're going to use it for your night like overnights and stuff like that but no i think cereal is pretty good um there's definitely been times where i've had a heavy lunch and i've come home and eaten cereal as my dinner like just right. had a bowl of cereal with like a sure. piece of fruit yeah i i have i don't really get bananas that often because i find that our bananas go bad too fast around here and i don't get mm. it yeah um but i like to have apples um i buy the bags of pre-sliced apples mm-hmm so I don't mind having like a plate with like some apples on it and a bowl of cereal. That's a good, right. yeah, good dinner. Yeah, or I'll have a bowl of cereal and then like I'll have a plate of like crackers and cheese later on, just to kind of like balance it out. All right, if you had to make your own cereal, what would it be? Man, that's a really good question. Is this from ChatGP? It, 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 it is. Um, it's the last question. It would be checks, and the checks would be half chocolate and half regular, just wheat checks. Mm. And there would be clusters of, um, like pecan and walnut like sugar clusters in it hmm. that might already exist i don't know what would you call it uh cross hex checks bomb <laughs> that's not that sounds like a move that um brian clark would do in 1997 he should have done it he might have gotten <laughs> over his wrath more <laughs> oh all right that's all the questions i have about cereal i think um well it was a good time yeah all right well next week we'll be back with um can you smell what the rock is cooking um i've already got i've already got eight movies (laughs) while we've been sitting here right which i which i'm assuming um will also constitute some sort of food chat let me let me bring something up that's really annoying to me right now okay Peacock has an incredible selection of movies that don't come up when you search for them if they're streaming somewhere. Did you know that Slither was on Peacock? No. I paid to watch that shit, and it's there on Peacock. I did too, but, I mean, we just went into September, though. I don't think it was. It's not on my recently added. It's just sitting there in horror. 
Hold on. Gre- Greaser's Palace is on fucking Peacock. I might watch Greaser's Palace tonight. That's a, that's an incredible that? movie. Um, it just got a uh, September first, Frank. That's fucking bogus. That's because I they know. listen. They I listen know. To... I know. Um, we should have. That's what we should start doing and testing it out. I should start putting like the things a month ahead of time in our keywords and see if it like ends up that like they come up somewhere in the next month. See, that's what I should have done with like 30 days a night. I should have put it in like the in the keywords last month. I think it is actually free somewhere, like fucking Fubo TV or something, but I, I won't watch things on that kind of thing anymore. Yeah. Um it's like fucking like too hard. It's like fucking 30 commercials or something. Yeah. Like it's it's too much. It's like the Quiet American was the last thing I watched on like that, and there's another one. Like I can't remember which there's two of them that are terrible. And it's, uh, it's like ruined the movie, like almost, um, with the number of commercials. Oh my god. I want to watch The Legend of Zorro. I've never seen that one, I don't think. Oh, Shadow of a Doubt came up on I've Peacock seen? too. And oh Shocker came up too. I love Shocker. Um, Terrible never, movie. We never talked about Shocker. Yeah. You like Shocker a lot. What? You love it. It's your favorite horror movie. I, <laughs> I, 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 I liked Shocker as a kid. It's dumb, but I liked it. One oh, of the they... first conversations we ever had about horror movies, you brought up Shocker. <laughs> I've held it against you ever since, secretly. <laughs> uh... It's actually... It actually... <laughs> It actually colors my opinion opinion of any horror movie you like. I always That's think yeah, he likes Shocker. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if I like Shocker. I I thought Shocker was a really dumb movie, but I enjoyed it. You know why? It's because you you mark out to Mitch Pileggi. That's why. Maybe because you're a big I Mitch Pileggi mark. You got Peter Berg and am, Mitch Pileggi in the same I? movie. Yeah. The Frighteners came up on fucking Peacock. You can watch that again. I can watch it again. I can watch it whenever I want because I own it on DVD. Kiss my ass. It's a good movie. All the Saw movies are on Peacock. I've been thinking, I've been thinking about going oh, through them. Jesus. Um, yeah, a lot of shit came up on Peacock um, on September 1st. Yeah, they actually have a huge amount of um, interesting horror movies. Yeah. Interesting. They've also um, got a bunch of stuff that like I feel is like to be rejects. Hmm. See, this is where things get always get tricky. Um, thirty days a night, anything happen with that? It's no, freaking it's... free on Tubi now. Oh, that's right. It just became free on Tubi. I just right. That. Yeah, I'm, that's that. I, I already fucking paid for it. Like a week. Ago. I know. I feel like um, I feel like that's justification to my reticence to watch that movie again. Because I almost rented it the other day, and I was like, yeah, I got a couple weeks, and then it's like free on Tubi. Yeah. And the, the, and the other movie is still on fucking AMC Plus. Um, Which one? Frontiers. Oh, yeah. Those are the only two that I have left to watch before we do it. I just uh, later in the month. My, watch it on my DVD. Ugh. Right. What do you think about the resurgence and collecting of things like DVDs and CDs? This. Don't you feel like Five years ago, we all just kind of agreed 
um tacitly that these are things that we don't need to do anymore because yes. we have streaming. Yes. And now it's like Well, right, because they're I've, all they're all playing games now. I've seriously been considering selling my CD collection because people will buy CDs for a lot of money. Hmm. And I've been looking into tapes because really? I was thinking about getting a boom box huh? and buying like tapes and having a tape collection and tapes mm. are fucking expensive. Really? I'm going to have to start going to the fucking flea market with Orion so I can get some goddamn tapes. Um. Yeah, I might sell CDs. I don't know. I don't know. Um. Depends. Like, I like having CDs still. Like, I mean, but, I have a lot of CDs that are like rare, because for a long time that was my thing. Is I would go and buy like you know, like imports and right rare singles, and I mean, I have tons of singles hmm. from like '90s bands because that's just what I did. So yeah, I could... we we were given this promise though that like everything would be like available if you could like pay for it and yeah but it is eh, if, if, if is you it? want if you want to pay 70 dollars a year for amazon music you have every single cd you've ever owned for free okay yeah there's slither fuck it yeah <laughs> yes fuck it. they got the reflecting skin up i love that movie mm. i should go back and watch that again You weren't super into that, were you? Did you like that movie? Uh, that's the one, the farm, right? Yeah, it's like a remote gas station kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, there, there's there's some fucking farms and some fields and shit, Frank. Um, there's a lot of fields. Yeah, and yes. there's the the. It's Viggo Mortensen, right? Uh, hold on. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it was it was fine. Like I thought it was good. I mean, overall, like I thought it was a little much. Like, here's a chat GP title for a movie: Lake Alice. Like it's yes. just vague enough where you know, is it ghosts? Is it a, a serial mm -hmm. killer? Is it a monster in the lake? Let's find out. Right. The Thomases travel to their lakeside cabin in the woods for a Christmas celebration with their daughter and her new boyfriend, but their joy is short lived doesn't even tell you what it is is alice the lake is alice one of the thomases is alice the daughter like what's alice oh my god they look rugged brando eaton peter o'brien michael seamus wiles laura niemi eileen Dietz, and craig reese star 2018 horror all right do you want me to give you before we go what chat says they think Lake Alice should be about? Yeah, tell me. Suspenseful psychological thriller that takes a serene family vacation to a picturesque lakeside cabin and twists it into a nightmare of terror and paranoia. The story follows Ryan, a loving father who decides to take his wife Sarah and their young daughter Katie on a relaxing retreat to Lake Alice, a remote cabin nestled deep in the woods. It's, just, it's a chance for the family to reconnect away from the distractions of, mod of the modern world. Their idyllic getaway takes a sinister turn when they meet the seemingly friendly neighbor, neighbors, the Wilsons, who live in the cabin next door. 
As the days pass, Ryan becomes increasingly suspicious of the Wilsons, whose behavior becomes more and more unsettling. Strange occurrences in the cabin and mysterious happenings around the lake compound Ryan's unease. Isolated and cut off from help, Ryan's growing paranoia pushes him to investigate the Wilsons' past, uncovering a series of chilling secrets that suggest they may not be who they claim to be. That's better the t- than the real Lake Alice because as the tensions rise, the family safety hangs oh in the God. balance, and Ryan must confront the horrified truth and do what it takes to protect his loved ones from the dark and dangerous forces that lurk in the heart of Lake Alice. Is that the Wilsons? Don't leave me hanging, chat. Um, this is a gripping thriller that explores the themes of trust, isolation, and the lengths a father will go in order to shield his family from imminent danger. That's good. I'm down. It's nothing. It's just like every trope you can imagine. Like, cause don't um don't shit on Lake Alice. The real Lake Alice is a um, it's exactly what you think it is. It's the family right. is being stalked by sure. a masked like psychopath, and right. is it actually someone in the house that is the masked psychopath? Right. Yeah. Not right. interesting. Yes. All right. So we'll be back with whatever your interpretation of Do You Smell the Rock is Cooking is in next week? Uh, a day early, right? You're going to be pleased. I'll just let you know. Okay. Yeah, we can do it Sunday night. That's fine. Right. All right. So thanks for listening, everybody. Have a good week. Double D deuces.